If you're watching this live or on the day of its release, then you know that today is Thursday, April 1st, 2021. So just a personal note before we head into today's devotional. Today marks the 31st anniversary for Trudy and I at Faith Assembly. So thank you to our church family for the kindness and church home you have provided for us and our children all these years. We're grateful to be able to serve you. Of course, this is also April Fool's Day. We won't go into that, but more importantly, it's Maundy Thursday, also called Holy Thursday, the day we remember Jesus' last full day before the horror of Good Friday. This was the day he ate the Passover meal with his disciples, the day he prayed for them, the day he was betrayed. The late missionary Jim Elliott famously said, he is no fool who gives what he cannot keep to gain what he cannot lose. That's a thought which fits nicely into our scripture passage for today and goes along with what else this day represents. Let's begin in Luke chapter 14, verse 25. A large crowd was following Jesus. He turned around and said to them, If you want to be my disciple, you must, by comparison, hate everyone else. Your father and mother, wife and children, brothers and sisters, yes, even your own life. Otherwise, you cannot be my disciple. This section is centrally about the difference between following Jesus and being a disciple of Jesus. There was a large crowd following Jesus. There still is. There are many people interested and fascinated by Jesus. Many are hoping to see a miracle. Many are hoping to hear words that will inspire them. Many are hoping to experience what others have talked about. Many want to know what's in it for them. Understand, the large crowd that follows is, on the whole, not bad. There are some within that crowd who are looking to discredit and defy Jesus. They don't want him to succeed. They're in the crowd because they're afraid that what they have will be taken away from them. But the crowd as a whole and the fact that they are following is not in and of itself bad. The point Jesus is making is that just because you're following me doesn't mean you are actually my disciple. And Jesus gives them and us a quick self-test to tell whether you're a follower or a disciple. Here's the test. If anything, anything is more valuable, more loved, more important, more of a boss, more of an incentive, more of anything to you than Jesus is, you're just a follower. You're not a disciple. You cannot be his disciple if anything else comes first, even your own life. Doubly emphasizing this point is verse 27. And if you do not carry your own cross and follow me, you cannot be my disciple. Now, we read that from a perspective of over 2,000 years later, but even two years later, everyone would have had a different perspective than those hearing Jesus' words did at this point. We take this idea of a cross and we make it a religious statement. The way those hearing Jesus' words at that time would have understood it was as a revolutionary statement. Religious people didn't bear crosses. Revolutionaries did. Failed revolutionaries did. The cross was the instrument of torture and death that Rome used to dissuade those who would try to cause trouble. If you tried to cause trouble in the empire, if you were seen as a threat to peace and prosperity of Rome, you bore a cross. In effect, Jesus is saying, followers risk nothing. My disciples risk everything. Then Jesus explains why this is the case. Why must his disciples be held to such a high standard? For who would begin construction of a building without first calculating the cost to see if there's enough money to finish it? Otherwise, you might complete only the foundation before running out of money and then everyone would laugh at you. They would say, there's the person who started the building 
and couldn't afford to finish it? Or what king would go to war against another king without first sitting down with his counselors to discuss whether his army of 10,000 could defeat the 20,000 soldiers marching against it? And if he can't, he will send a delegation to discuss terms of peace while the enemy is still far away. Some have said that this is Jesus asking us to count the cost of discipleship before we commit to it. Possibly. But ask yourself, in this passage, who is the builder? Who is the king going to war? It's not me. It's not you. It's Jesus. I believe he's telling us that he has already counted the cost. He has already determined the budget for winning the war, and the cost is everything. So you cannot become my disciple without giving up everything you own. Salt is good for seasoning, but if it loses its flavor, how do you make it salty again? Flavorless salt is good neither for the soil nor for the manure pile. It is thrown away. Anyone who hears to, with ears to hear should listen and understand. Again, who is the salt? we are. The cost has been counted. The requirements are clear. Follower or disciple, will you give up what you cannot keep to gain what you cannot lose? Take that with you today. Have a great Easter weekend and keep the faith. Mm -hmm.